You're listening to Destined Women Ministries, the podcast. Enjoy. God bless you. How are you? I am so grateful that you are here. I am so grateful that you are ready for another word. And let's get into prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for everything you're going to say to your people. I thank you for this word. I thank you for this understanding. Lord God, we love you. We are here for you. We want more of you. You are so perfect. You are so awesome. There is truly none like you, Father. And I thank you for the way you show up for your children. I thank you for the way you hear all of our petitions. I thank you, God, for being so sweet and strengthening us to do the things that you have called us to do, Father. And anything that you don't want us to do, have us to drop those things, all unnecessary weight that we are carrying. Father, in the name of Jesus, help us to drop those things, to put those things down. And Lord, we just want to run with grace the race that is set before us. And we thank you so much for what you have set before us. We thank you that it's not just, you know, um, running and tiresome and tedious, but God, it's also glorious and it is rewarding and it is blessed and it is keeping us connected to you and disciplining us and teaching us how to become like you. And we thank you, Jesus, because that's our goal. We want to be connected to you and we want to be like you. So we thank you for everything that you put together and that you orchestrate and that you ordain to take place in our lives that causes us to come closer and closer to your image. And we just love you. And Lord, we just ask that you would speak. I'm asking that you would please speak. Speak to your children, Lord. You know what we need to hear. You know what we need to understand. Hallelujah. And I'm just asking that you would release that wisdom to us all, Father. And I just ask also that you would just send more angels to surround my siblings in Christ. We need the protection Um, Father, we need that connection to the kingdom. We need those messages delivered to us, God, in the name of Jesus Christ. We need you to be fighting for us all day, God, and keeping us from the hand of evil and accidents and tragedy in the name of Jesus. And I just cover every person who is listening right now with the blood of Jesus. And you all are so awesome. Father, I thank you for your children. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I thank the Lord for his faithfulness. I thank him for how good and how awesome he is. Oh, God, you're perfect. You're so perfect. And we just thank you. So, of course, um, you know, I've been seeking the Lord concerning what it is that he wanted me to speak to you all about. And I've sought him over the past few days. Um, Every time the Lord would simply say one word, surrender, that's it. So I just want to say to you, surrender, whatever it is, whatever God has been placing in your heart or on your heart, whatever it is that life has placed in your heart or on your heart, surrender it to the Lord, okay? Surrender it to God. So. 
Let's just flow together with the Holy Spirit. Um, I enjoy looking at definitions for words. So in this regard, I uh, looked up what surrender meant just so that we can have a clear understanding of what God is asking of us, what God is saying to us this week. What is he saying? Considering everything which has taken place in our lives, every conversation we've had, every argument we've had, you know, the things that we love, the things that we've sacrificed. What does God mean by surrender now? Why does he now have this requirement? And what is it that God wants us to surrender? I'm, I'm, it's my hope that when I get into uh, the definitions of surrender, that you will have a clear understanding of all of these things. Okay. Okay. So surrender means to yield to the power, control. You know what? Let me read the definition of yield. Okay. So you, because surrendering has a lot to do with yielding. So I'm going to read yield first, and then I'll read surrender. And then we'll get into what God is saying about surrendering. So to yield to yield when you decide, you know what, I'm going to yield myself. And that is what you do when you surrender, you give place or precedence, precedence. So P R E C E D E N C E precedence, acknowledging the superiority of someone else. So when you begin to yield, you are literally humiliating yourself. You are literally humbling yourself. You are making yourself low and saying this, this person is better than me. This person is superior to me. The next definition of yield means to be inferior. It's when you intentionally make yourself inferior, inferior. It's when you say, you know what? I am casting down every high thing that is exalting itself above the knowledge of God. And I'm going to bring that thing into subjection to the obedience of Jesus Christ. You make every human way and will and desire inferior and you make the will of God superior in your life when you yield. Okay. To give way to or become succeeded by someone or something else when it's no longer you. And you say, you know what? I've given way to Christ and he is my successor. Now he is who you see. I have completely died. I've yielded. All you see now is Christ in me. There's another definition of yield that literally means to give up one's breath, life, or spirit and so die. And so these two definitions of yield remind me of that scripture that says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives within me. You have completely given up your entire life, your breath, your spirit. You have allowed God to be the one who's living through you. He's the one who's making the decisions. He's the one that is conforming you and shaping you and 
training you also in changing you. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Another definition of yield means to give up possession of on claim, <clears throat> excuse me, or demand. Okay. To give up possession of something on claim or demand. So that means when God looks at you and he says, I, I am claiming your life. Your life belongs to me. I'm claiming your body. Your body belongs to me. That means when you are a person who yields to God, when he makes a claim on you or anything connected to you, you give it up to him. You make yourself inferior. You acknowledge his superiority and you say, you know what, Christ, this is yours. Some of us, and this is just what I heard. I heard this concerning marriage that if I don't know exactly the dynamics of everything that's going on, but um, give it over to God because it's his. Okay. Yielding means to surrender or relinquish to the physical control of another to hand over possession of. So as long as we're holding on to those things, they are under our control. This is why it's so important for us to, to dedicate our children to the Lord. And not just speaking of the ceremonial dedication that happens when they're a baby, but literally intimately saying to God, this child is yours. I completely relinquish the control of this child and I'm handing over possession of them to you. Yes, you've given them to me and now I'm giving them right back to you. This is it's amazing when we begin to look at our lives and see how many things that we are trying to control while yet claiming to be in complete submission and inferior and, and yielding to the superiority and acknowledging the superiority of God. But we have so much control ourselves. There are so many things that we have not surrendered and not yielded to the Lord. And I would venture to say, as I'm hearing it from the Holy Spirit, it's because this is what we're accustomed to doing. Okay. Most of us are not, you know, developed in a strong Christian household and we put a life together for ourselves and we hold on to our possessions. We enjoy them. We work for them. Um, our relationships, you know, we wanted them. We had to put work and sacrifice and compromise in to get them. Those children, you carried them. They're yours and everything else, your money, um, you worked for it. You know, you feel like you need it and, and things of that nature. And so we have a very difficult time when we come to Christ, understanding what surrender actually is. What do you mean relinquish? What do you mean yield? What do you mean surrender? How do I do that? Well, I'm hearing you present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. And I think we think, okay, well, that's just me. That's just aspects of my personality. Well, how can your personality be fine-tuned and be made as almost like a, a replica of Jesus if you don't understand relinquishing, okay? If you don't understand surrender. 
because Jesus showed us what it means to relinquish. He had a lot before his earthen ministry. Oh my goodness. He said in John 17, now glorify me with the glory that I had with you in the beginning. He was absolutely glorious. He relinquished that status for a period of time to go into a human body, be a baby that needed to be breastfed, potty trained, grow up, learn, go through uh, disciplinary actions, work, have a body that stinks sometimes that needs to be bathed and walking around. There were no cars. There was no AC. If it was hot, you were just hot. He had to go through being hungry. He had to go through being rejected. He had to know what it was like to be slapped in the face. He had to know what it's like to have people wanting to kill him. I mean, you want to talk about relinquish and we want to be like him. But God is asking us to give up things and we can't give those things up. Okay. To surrender or relinquish to the control of another to hand over possession of. God wants you to hand over possession of. Okay. Whatever it is, you know what's going on. And if you don't, you say, Holy Spirit. What do you want me to hand over possession of? What is it that I'm holding on to? What is it that I'm making an idol of? What is it that I need to let go of and give to you? Okay? Because when God when God has it, when it's in his control, oh, he sanctifies it. He purges it. He washes it. He makes it right. See, as long as we're holding on to it, it's just not right. Okay. But God sees that. Yes. You know what? This thing is special. And you know what? He may have even given it to you, but now it's time for God to, what is the word? Please Holy Spirit to make that thing over. It needs a makeover. It needs to be spiritually fed. It needs to go through a period of incubation. It needs to be healed. It needs to be fixed. It needs to be fostered. It needs to grow. And the level that God wants to take it to, you can't take it there in your own strength. Now, you may have gotten it this far, but to, if it's going to go any further, if it's going to be healed, if it's going to grow, if it's going to get better, it has to go into the hands of God. And you have to acknowledge, God, you are superior. I am inferior. You can do more with this thing than I can in all the days of my life. If I work on it 24 hours a day, seven days a week for the rest of my life, I still won't be able to do with it what you can do with it in a month if I just give it over to you. In a year, if I just give it over to you. Amen. Amen. To yield also means to give oneself up to an inclination. When you say, you know what? This is what I'm feeling. This is what's in me. This is what God keeps telling me. This is what God keeps showing me. So I am going to hand myself over to this thing. I am going to take this thing seriously. I'm going to make this thing a part of my identity as God has willed it to be. I give myself up to this thing. 
If it's a ministry that you may have not seen yourself in, that's it right there. I give myself over to this. I'm yielding God. I'm giving myself up to this inclination that you've placed in me. Amen. Okay. Um, to yield means to relinquish one's possession of something such as a position of advantage or point of superiority to relinquish one's possession of. When you say, you know what? I am no longer the CEO of this thing. And I'm not talking about a business. It could be your home, again, your marriage. It can be your children. It could be your finances. When you say, you know what? I'm giving the this possession. I'm yielding this. I'm handing this over to the Lord. I'm no longer the one who is ruling over it. I'm no longer the one who is superior over it. I am handing it to the one who I have professed to be superior over me. Okay. Yielding means to surrender or submit to another. And it also means to, um, I think that's, I think that's good where we are. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'll read this final definition of it. I'll read it. Okay. It says to give or render as fitting, rightfully owed or required. As a matter of fact, thank you, Jesus, because this seems like one of the more important definitions of yield to give or render as fitting, rightfully owed or required. That's what you do when you yield. You say, I have to do this. I owe this to God. This is required. My yielding is not a choice. My yielding is not an option. My yielding is a requirement. Okay. So now let's read surrender. What surrender means. Now we know what it means to yield. We know everything, um, you know, in yield would yield me everything encapsulated within that word yield. So now let's read surrender. Okay. Surrender means to yield to the power, control, or possession of another upon compulsion or demand. I just want to pause there because sometimes this uh, this has actually been in my heart um, just for you know just for a little while. Um, I'll tell you all this. So when the Lord speaks to me and He tells me something, I'm just telling y'all how this works. For me, uh, most of the time, I, I'll, I'll preface it with this. We have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. He is not on the outside of us living. He is on the inside of us living. This is what the Bible teaches us, right? So what some people would say is hasty behavior or why didn't you go and pray and things of that nature first? Why do I have to? Go and fast and pray about something that God has already told me to do. I'm waiting for a response. That's not a way that I operate. Okay. I just want to let y'all know that. So let's say, for example, when I um, said, okay, God, what do you want me to teach them about? He says, surrender. I ask again. Why do I ask again? Because I want to make sure that this is just it. Okay. I didn't go and pray about it. I didn't go and ask him my whole body, my brain, every part of me is completely 
under the control of Jesus Christ, right? So you've yielded to the power of the Lord, his control and his possession upon compulsion or demand. You just feel like that's the right thing to do. So you do it. Okay. So when it comes to me making decisions, now I'm not going to say every time you just fly off, you be led by the spirit, but I'm just telling you what I do. And I do it, um, as a faith mechanism, um, because I want to continually remind myself the level of trust that I'm supposed to have with God and the level of relationship and, um, communication that I want with him. So for some people, it may be, well, Tiffany, you're not going to go and pray about that. And I no, I know what God said. <laughs> I heard him. So a lot of those deliverance services, that wasn't something that um, came out because I was just praying and praying. God would say, it's time to have another service. Okay. I heard him. I'm not about to go and pray about that. I'm not about to go and fast about that. What I'm going to do is say when, and then I'll pray for a strategy. Okay. That's it. I'll say, or I'll pray about what this, what the service needs. Okay. God, I need this. I need that. And I need some people to help me. Okay. With the setting up and things of that nature. That's it. But I do it when he says it. And it's a part of a life of surrender. Now, I don't want you to feel bad if you say, you know what? Um, I well, when God, when I think God has told me something, I go and I pray about it and I wait for some time. That's good. Whatever works for you, do it. Okay. But um, for me, I'm just telling y'all, when I hear the spirit, I will move on demand. I move with what appears to be compulsion. Okay. I'm going to do it. If that's what God said, and I know I heard him, I'm going to do it. Now, if I'm not sure that was Jesus and it could have been my Adam nature speaking to me, I'm going to pray about it. But when I know God has said something, I move on that thing. Okay. So it means to, when you're surrendering, you're yielding yourself to the power control or possession of another upon compulsion or demand. I felt this compulsion to do this thing because God lives in me. And because this was on my heart earlier, I'm just going to just talk about it with you for those who want to build a strong relationship with Jesus Christ. He is literally on the inside of you. So it's almost like, um, how can I explain this? Uh, you can think, right? Yes, you can, because you're alive. So it's like you are sitting in a room, you're just minding your business or you're driving and you're thinking and you can hear your thoughts and you know, you're getting some good revelation from those thoughts on the inside of you, but you disregard all of that and say, I need to go and stand in front of a mirror and talk about this. And then I need to wait and see if I can get a response from my reflection. That's, that's, it's almost like that's what we do. Or it's literally like Jesus on the inside of you saying, Hey, I want you to do this. I want you to sacrifice this. I want you to give this. I want you to go here. I want you to get involved in this area in ministry. And you say, you know, you hear him, but you say, you know what? Um, God told me like you heard him. Y'all be hearing him. 
God told me to do this and he told me he wanted me to evangelize and he told me he wanted me to go here and he told me he wanted me to sacrifice this and he told me he wanted me to give this. But I'm going to take some time and I'm just going to wait and I'm going to pray about it because I don't know. Now, I'm not saying anything is wrong with you going to pray with about anything, pray about everything. What I'm saying is you hinder your maturity sometimes by doing things like that because you heard him. And now you would have a much more fruitful relationship if you simply got up and did what he said. If you moved upon compulsion because you've heard your commander tell you something. Can you imagine if people who are in the army, they get a directive from the one who controls their actions they get this direct instruction and they say, you know what? I'm going to talk to you about that later. <laughs> I'm going to go sit back down. No, no, no. I'm not going to go suit up for battle. No, no, I'm not going to pack up my things and get ready to go to this place that you said that I need to go um, for whatever purpose. I am going to sit down and do nothing. And then I'm going to wait and talk to you about it for the next few weeks. This is what we do. And then we wonder why sometimes our growth is hindered or we can't hear him as clearly or we don't see the growth and the, the, the progress that we want to see. It's because we don't trust the God in us enough to know that he's speaking and he knows what he said. <laughs> he knows what he meant. Okay. So um, I just wanted to put that out there because it was literally on my heart. God gives such clear instructions and I understand we have to be careful. But for me, if he is alive and he says something, what else do I need? Do I need him to consistently repeat himself? I heard him very clearly. I'm going to do what he says. Okay. It means to yield to the power, control, or possession of another upon compulsion or demand. Now, the spirit of God is not going to compel you to do anything crazy. Okay. But, um, when the Lord speaks, just like that, I listen. That's it. Okay. So we can take it back, for example, to 2021. Um, the Lord told me to go on a 40 day fast. I said, okay, fine. And then he said, invite, um, you know, your brothers and sisters to do the fast with you. Okay. So I heard him. I didn't have to keep asking about it. I didn't have to keep praying about it. Only thing I needed to do now, as I said before, pray about the details. Okay. You've told me this. So I'm going to take some time. I'm going to sit down and give me the dates. Okay. Give me the stipulations. Give me what people can have. Give me what it is that you want them to be doing. Um, but as far as the instructions, I heard, I'm going to move on that. I hear it and I'm not going to reject it. You can't, you can't serve God and expect to mature without surrendering. Now you can serve him without surrendering, but you can't serve him and expect to mature without surrendering. Because quite frankly, without surrendering, you are still being God over areas in your life. And God says, no, remember what we learned about yielding. I I'm claiming that. I want that, whatever that thing may be. And quite frankly, can I tell y'all, 
can I just give y'all like um, what some people would call like a cheat sheet? Okay, but listen, if y'all really want to know what Jesus is going to want from you, let me tell you, okay, this is going to help you. You can write this down, write it in all caps and underline it and put some exclamation points at the end. He wants everything. Boom. I just saved y'all like five years of running and disobedience and things like I'm not sure. And should I stay in this relationship? I didn't say marriage. I'm talking about your little boyfriend, girlfriend setup. Should I do this? God wants everything. I'm going to say it again. God wants everything. Now, he doesn't want everything all at once. He has a process. But he wants everything. Okay? He wants your body. He wants your mind. He wants your heart. He wants that character so he can conform it to his character. Okay? He wants your desires. Come on. He wants you to acknowledge him. What's that? He wants your friendships. Let me tell y'all. The friends that I had when I was in the world, I have no idea where they are. Okay? My family used to say about, you know, when I was, you know, 15, 16, and I had those little boyfriends and stuff, they would say, you're not going to know what corner he's turning in a year. So I'm going to bring that, that phrase back. I have no idea what corner those friends are turning right now. I don't know what they're doing, where they are, where they're going. Have absolutely no idea. Okay? Um, you all. Those things that we deem to be so important, those things that have made us who we are, God wants those things. Surrender those things. He wants everything. All those friendships, all of those clothes, all of those things. He wants it. Even to the point where um, the Lord causes me to give away a lot of my clothes every so often. So every so often, God says, Get rid of all the clothes in your closet, however he chooses to give. If it's something that he wants me to give away, he'll just say, just get rid of it. And that's it. I mean, there's nothing else I can do. I already understand. I'm not going to go and spend a week praying about it. And let me tell y'all why I do this, why I will move um, with compulsion when it comes to God, because I cannot afford to miss anything God is doing. Because if God says, get rid of it today, then that means tomorrow is the beginning of a new season that that thing cannot come into. And it may be a pair of socks. Listen, if it's them socks Jesus don't want on your feet no more, then he don't want them socks on your feet no more. You understand? Do what he says. I'll take it back to the first year he told me to do it. I believe I was 27 turning 28. And the Lord told me to get rid of everything in my closet, every single thing that I had not purchased within the past um, couple months since I moved out of Brooklyn. This is when I first moved to Georgia. So he said, everything that you did not purchase in Georgia, I want you to throw it in the garbage. And I was like, okay, God is telling me to throw away my clothes. Okay. And so then... <laughs> Because I definitely did not understand at that time. Definitely didn't know anything about moving upon compulsion, okay? I'm just hearing him like, this is a very strange request. But these times teach you to just go with the flow. 
God is flowing. God is always moving. My mom and I, we were talking and we were, um, she was saying, you know, the devil is so busy and he is y'all. But what came into my spirit is, but God is busier because if the devil is doing a lot, then can you imagine all the things that God is doing? But it really just takes us as his people to just get into that flow and ride with him. Just be able to shift with him. When the spirit just tilt a little over to the right, you can't be trying to brace yourself to stay in the middle. You know what? You say, you know what? I'm going to tilt with you. And then I'm going to tilt with you over to this side. And if you need me to move forward a little bit, that's what I'm going to do. We need to know how to do that. So when he started telling me to get rid of my clothes, it actually got to the day of my, um, was it the day before? No, it was the day of my birthday when I actually became 28. And I'm like, I wonder why God wants me to get rid of these clothes. And so um, he had me look up the number 28 in Hebrew. It was absolutely amazing. And um, I got rid of everything. I'm talking about whatever I had that I used to. I'm talking about like retro Jordans and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? I got rid of everything that I had ever had. I don't know if I still had them Jordans. I don't think I would have thrown them away even if I couldn't wear them no more though. Because them things was cute, all right? So I'm sure I took them with me <laughs> even though I couldn't wear them. <laughs> some things is in the garbage somewhere, y'all. And um, I had to get rid of everything. So after that, I understood that this is something that God does, okay? And maybe you have never experienced it before, but just hearing me speak about it, if God says it to you, you won't have to do what I did that first time and say, why is God saying this? Your seasons are changing, okay? And God will symbolize that or cause that to be um, uh, symbolized by putting you in new clothes because you're new, okay? And you don't put... Um, old wine into new wine skins and so on and so forth. So for that new wine in your life, you'll have new wine skins and God will have this demonstrated naturally. He'll say, you know what? Things are becoming new for this person. I am going to um, put them in new clothes. And there's this song, everything has changed and he's singing and it's, it's, a, it's a gospel song. He says he changed my clothes, new garments, new praises. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Tell me that's not deep. Come on. That's deep. Y'all know that's deep. Okay. Um, so whatever God is telling you to do when you move on compulsion is also, um, faith. You're showing a very high level of faith. You say, you know what? I know what God told me to do. So I'm just going to do it. And so for me, I've done a lot of things that people would deem to be unusual in my life. Like but why you move there? <laughs> what made you go there? You know, like, why would you um, do this thing or teach that? Well, God told me to. Okay, so we're going to find out all the details either when I get there, when I leave from there, or on Judgment Day. I don't know. Maybe I'll find out sometime in glory why God had me do some of these things. But the most important part of it is that I listen to him. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You know, it's so amazing that scripture tells us that, you know, Abraham and Isaac um, and all of them, they died without actually seeing the promise, seeing what they were going through all of these things for and made to move from one place to another for. But, you know, the promise came and it had a lot to do with every single step they decided to take all the faith moves that they demonstrated. So, y'all, 
Don't let anybody make you feel bad for saying, you know what? If this is what Jesus said, this is what I'm going to do. I don't have another week to pray about this. I don't have another day. We in the end times. I mean, we could have another 20 years. That's not that long, y'all. We could have another 30 years. We could have another 5,000 years. I don't know. But I'm just saying, we have to learn how to move with the Spirit. Now, Holy Spirit, he comes to you and he says, listen, I want you to go here. And we're like, okay, I need to pray about this. I need to see. I think Holy Spirit said for me to go here. Um, I'm going to pray about this for like the next two weeks. Then I'm going to go on a fast about it and see what God is saying. God already said what he's saying. Now it's up to you to just pray for strategy. I'm just saying, if you want to mature in, um, in your faith, okay, and just in your relationship with the Lord, just do what he says, okay? Do what he says. And if you don't feel comfortable with that yet, don't feel bad, okay? Don't feel bad. You will get there through experience where you say, you know what? They told me. Um, sorry, I'm thinking about an example in my head. Like if your parents tell you something, if you are you living under your parents' roof, your child or whatever, if they tell you something, do you just sit there and be like, man, I really, really believe that my mom just told me to clean my room. I think she did. I'm going to wait though, because I'm not sure. Give me like a month and I'm just going to keep asking her over and over what she wants me to do. That's what we be doing to Jesus, y'all. That's exactly what we do to Jesus. Because <laughs> he's clear. We're the one. Okay, let's go on with surrender. To give up completely or agree to forego, especially in favor of another. You say, you know what, Jesus, I would rather you have this. You, you know what, you can do better with this, with this tithe than I could if I held on to it. You could do better with this offering than I could if I held on to it. As a matter of fact, take this. Or um, friendships relationships, whatever kind of relationship it is, because a friendship is a relationship. Um, you say, you know what? I will forego this for you just in favor of your, your, um, will and your desire for my life. I can completely give this up for you, Jesus. Um, surrender also means the action of yielding. Remember, that's why we had to learn yield one's person or giving up the possession of something, especially into the power of another. So that goes back to your children, your marriage, your future, your career, all those, all those things. You say, you know what? I give this into your power. It's so funny because I was thinking about this earlier. Like, do I have a career or did I just give my whole life over to ministry? <laughs> like I was literally thinking about this today. Like, did I, did I do that? Did I not like live a normal life? I mean, I still have plenty of life to live, but I'm just saying like, did I not like do what a lot of people do? Like just, you know, go to college for some type of vocation, get a little job and just relax and like, do. did I not do that? Did, did, did this person, did Tiffany like, did Tiffany from Brooklyn just go a completely different way with her life and just dedicate herself fully to ministry. Does she do that? Does she sit around and cast out demons all day and pray and fast and do Bible studies? And I mean, like push her own desires to the side and whatever she may be going through to the side to make sure that she's available for people. Is this my life? Did I, did I give up possession of myself? into the power of God? 
Did I do that? I believe I did. I'm just having a moment, y'all. I'm just reflecting. Um, sometimes I think back to the fact that I, I literally remember I was like in my early 20s. I was working with children. I was like 23. I, I think I started when I was like around 22. I don't know because the stuff start melting. You know, them years back then, them things, them, them things got blown away. They got exhaled, the memories. <laughs> I was around there somewhere. And I just remember I wanted to be a guidance counselor. And this is, and then I became Christian, still had the same job. And I said, you know what? I really want to be able to help these children on a more, a more personal level. I really love them. I want to be a guidance counselor. And then the next thing I know, I'm sitting here recording like a podcast telling you to surrender to Jesus. <laughs> here we are. Oh my goodness. Um, but I, I was, I've been thinking about that. Like I remember wanting to be a guidance counselor. How did we get here? Five books later. I remember when I first got saved, people like this one lady, she's like, you're going to write books for the kingdom. I'm like, what, what is she talking about? I'm like me writing books, write a book. What does that even entail? Writing a book? But you know what? Because she gave me that word, I wrote a book immediately. I wrote a children's book. And then um, I started writing another book. And um, I never got that children's book published. But um, in that regard, I surrendered to the will of God. And when he told me to leave that job with the Department of Education, that's why I wrote a children's book, because I worked with children. I loved children. Um, and I surrendered that job to him because he wanted it. And this is what I mean about him. Just he'll just he wants everything, y'all. OK, he wants all of it. Everything that you have to give. Jesus wants all of it. And like I said, he will not require it all at once. But there's a process of him changing you and conforming you and processing you and refining you. And so one by one, maybe every year, maybe every couple of years, maybe in one year, you'll have a couple of things that you give up. However, the Lord chooses to do it. He will require you to change everything. And it's not because you're so horrible. It's just because you're just naturally not like Christ. And then when you realize you want to be like Christ, there are some things that you have to do to demonstrate that, like surrender. Amen. Amen. Uh, surrender. Let's see. It means to give oneself over to something's influence, the influence of something. And this is what we do when we surrender to the word of God. We completely give ourselves over to the influence of Jesus Christ because we've surrendered. Okay, so I want you to completely understand what God is asking you to do and telling you to do this week. God is telling you to surrender. Surrender whatever it is to him. Those things, that thing, that relationship, whatever it is, surrender it to God. That issue, that outfit, with that hairstyle, I don't know what the Lord is asking from you because he will ask us for it's You know, we really don't know how important things are to us until God asks us to give those things up. There have been things that I never would have thought that I really cared about that much until God said, give it up. Okay. 
Um, there are things that I, I never thought that I, I was thinking about that much or so invested in until God came before me and said, give that thing up. I want that. God wants all of your heart and anything that is occupying your heart. God will remove that thing out of the way. And maybe not forever and maybe not in a permanent way, but he will cause you to come to a place or encounter something where you say, you know what, Lord, if I keep trying to hold on to this thing and we're going to say, I'm going to lose it. I need to give this to you. I want to give this to you. You can do better with this thing than I can. So the word for you this week, for the rest of your life as a Christian, but definitely this week, what the Lord is saying is surrender, relinquish, yield to what he is telling you. You heard him correctly. Do it. Do it. Acknowledge his superiority. Acknowledge the fact that he can lead you better than you can lead yourself. Acknowledge the fact that he can handle your life, your marriage, your children, your finances, your health, your career better than you can. Okay. Surrender, yield, relinquish. And that is the will of the Lord for you this week. Okay. Okay. Father, we thank you for your word. Hallelujah. It is forever settled in heaven. There's none like you, Jesus. And I pray that the things that you are requiring from your children, that you would impart into them right now, the supernatural strength that they need to do exactly what you are asking them to do, to relinquish, to surrender, to just give it up. Thank you, Lord. We love you. And it's in your name that we pray and we seal these prayers and cover this podcast with the blood of Jesus in the name of Jesus. Amen.